0: Be like time to time to find the intro this week, and it's like da da da. da. <laughs> Wait! Uh, hey, everyone, welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Samuel Richards. I'm
1: Julie Richards. I'm Sarah Wakefield.
0: And boom, boom, boom! We're bringing it back. I'm excited for this episode. Pia Melody is going to be front and center yet again. <laughs> I was nice. mentioning this before, or the Pia Melody uh, fan podcast. <laughs>
1: there you go. We yeah. need people who can talk about the model, keep it going, and keep building on it from what we know. If you think back, that was like 30 plus years ago, and wow. there's been such a movement with neuroscience and with um just continuing to build on the foundation that she started, but she's at the point now of retirement in her seventies. She's not out there, like, as far as I'm aware, still recording and, and getting this information out. But her framework is such a strong, as we've mentioned, like pathway or a way of making sense of how to be a functional adult, how to be a healthy human, which is what we're talking about in season three.
0: Yeah, and how, you know, I love how Pia Melody is able to kind of, I don't know, the issues or the conflicts that we have are related to kind of how we've grown up and how we've learned things. And it seems to, I don't know, fit into the ideology of, you know, we can make good humans. We can impact each other in positive ways. Um, But anyway, so today we're diving into some pretty cool stuff. We're diving into some birthrights. Um, It's Pia Melody's five core issues, but we're kind of going around this question of where are you wounded? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Initially, when we started this series, we talked about like, what are we healing from? Because we talk about healing and growth and therapy and all of that being really important. Um, The the bottom line is the hope to be uh, world changers, essentially, like to show up in the world as our best self. And to be as present and functional and healthy as possible. But one of the things that we've circled around kind of continually is this idea of reparenting and continuing to grow back up, which is what we've shared here in recent episodes. And the question that we initially started with at the beginning of the series was, or episodes for, season three, is like, what are we healing from? And there is more uh, guidance from Pia Melody's model around this concept of the five core, she calls it, um, which Healing Our Core Issues Institute and Rick Butts and Jan Bergstrom have kind of built further and expanded on that idea informed by her model, but continuing also to a sixth category, actually, Um, But this idea of a birthright is that all humans have the right and they deserve to be treated um, as precious and valuable. They Mm. deserve to be protected. Um, They need their reality to be validated and need to be able to take care of themselves and have others to have mutual interdependence with and caring for each other. Um, They need to be able to balance and moderate in the middle, but also be spontaneous and joyful and have um, fun. So that's a really quick rundown of where we're headed today in talking about the five core, that all of us have this birthright. All of us have this We deserve this, not because we're better than someone else, but because we include all humanity in it.
0: Yeah. And this is a reoccurring theme that we talk about on the podcast often, even through, you know, Black Lives Matter and different political issues, as well as just, you know, our generic talks about how society should be run. We're kind of always sitting around this point of, you know, humans are valuable. They deserve to be loved. They have some inherent worth. So I'm really excited about this because it conceptualizes that.
1: So as we look at, like, for those who I thought this was kind of funny, we're doing this. If you're listening to it, when it first comes out, this'll be January's start of 2022. So let's go deep. Let's look at how we're wounded. year. Exactly. Like people have their, you know, new year's resolutions and intentions. And so this is for those of us who have the intention of, I want to get healthy. I want to mm-hmm. do the work. I want to mm-hmm. do the deep dive. And so, Some reflection questions, and I'll just bring this up again, and we've said it before, but it's important to lay it out as a understanding in going forward with this, is that we're not looking to place blame. We're not looking to shame anybody or to to blame, oh, my parents were terrible, or oh, my upbringing was horrible. The point is to get our story straight. The point is to put some pieces of the puzzle together to say, oh, there's a reason why I have learned to function in a certain way. We've talked before about the brain being either connecting or protecting. So there have been some times that may have felt unsafe or have been areas that we stayed stunted because we weren't able to grow up in in a very fully functioning household or family system, or even workplace or friendships or things like that. So there's lots of different areas that we are influenced by. But if we want to look back and do some reflection in the new year, maybe consider where might I have been wounded? Where might I be stunted? We're looking back to say, growing up in your family, how was this done in your family system? The first core being, did you feel valuable? Did you feel precious just being you? And this is the core foundation for anyone exploring their self-esteem that i can hold myself in a warm positive regard um, i'm human i have flaws and limitations but ultimately i'm enough and i matter and so do you and that's what i always want to come back to with these birth race. it's not i'm puffing myself up and this is only for me it's i'm saying this is true for me and also for you i'm extending that to others
0: mm-hmm. I remember that growing up when uh, mom would sing me songs about how she loved me. (laughs) So I definitely checked off this first list and I, I like being able to, you know, something that comes to, you might've already said it, but loving yourself, like finding worth Mm -hmm. in yourself.
2: Mm -hmm. Julie, how would, how do we know today that we are holding ourselves in warm, positive regard Versus, I don't, and I don't know if this makes sense, but on this chart we're looking at, um, you know, presenting issues today uh, when it comes to being feeling valuable, feeling precious, loving yourself, knowing that you're enough. Um, you have on here grandiose versus shame. Mm-hmm. What, what exactly does does that mean?
1: So it's just the idea that. Are we going into an adapted state, which is our wounded child or our adapted adolescent in those wounded states, we will either puff ourselves up and go one up on others, or we will sink down and feel like a shame core spiral. Like I'm awful. And both of those are adapted. And what we're saying that health looks like is to have a sense of same as I'm precious and valuable. And so are you, I can love myself. I extend that
2: to others. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you.
1: So then the second core is, did you feel protected and do you feel safe? And so this is the boundary work of, were there limits and containment versus boundary lists, like um, too intrusive? Um, we don't want to be walled off and isolated and neglected, but we also don't want intrusive controlled um, kind of over the top helicopter type parenting. So having a balance, being able to be both connected with others, which means I'm not walled off, um, but also protected. So it's within balance and moderation. So your wounded self in
2: this instance, um, you either like your families or, or the people close to you are too involved in your life where you have no autonomy. Is that right? On one extreme. Mm -hmm. On one extreme. And then the other one is you have no connections with people that you wall yourself off or you limit the connections you have with people and you're not, you don't feel safe to be vulnerable or Mm -hmm. um, to share who you are. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I would say, I think we talked about this early on this season with the idea of abuse or neglect, like abuse would be um, too much of intrusiveness, like boundaryless, and then neglect would be the opposite end of that spectrum, which is walled off alone, isolated, no connection. So those are some ways of conceptualizing, uh, Same. the second core, which is our boundary work. Third core is, um, our humanity. Um, was it okay to be imperfect hmm. or to be less than perfect? Can we accept the fact that here's what I think, what I feel, who I am, what my reality is, and getting to know myself. It's a very mindful, aware who I am, my sense of self. Um, this is the, the core three work, which is um, getting to know who I am. And sometimes when we are wounded in that area and we have either no sense of self or we've have an inflated sense of self we might go from feelings of being good and perfect or the other extreme would be i'm acting out and i'm um, i'm like boundaryless i'm i'm bad and rebellious on the other extreme so being able to just be present and to know myself to know what my reality is to hold myself in in that warm regard of core one, because all of these cores, kind of all these birthrights, as we're calling them, they all overlap and they're all kind of interconnected. But the, the nuance of the core three or the birthright that we all have is that we can get to know who our sense of self is as Sarah, as Samuel, as Julie, as you, dear listener, fill in your name in the blank, Um, (laughs) that, that it's your reality matters, your experience matters, and that needs to be validated. And I find this a lot with people trying to do their healing work of they've never had their reality validated before, that they do make sense, that it's not one person dominating the relationship that says my way or the highway, or that I'm better than you, which again, ties back into core number one. It's that each person's reality is what they experience and that's valid.
0: You know, uh, I will say, I wanted to say to the listener as we were going through this is I'm actually looking at these notes mom gave us. And this is like, you know, years of mental health work (laughs) Mm -hmm. to do. And I'm realizing as we go along, I mean, I just felt a little overwhelmed kind of recently when I was looking at this list. I'm like, oh, I need a good week or three to be able to parse out how I feel about these things (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I just want to say um I want to post this and I think that this kind of glancing over is topics that we hit on a lot kind of like I said before but um yeah I I just wanted to kind of explain that too because even as we kind of look at knowing yourself like Mm -hmm. that's such a deep concept and a lifelong journey yeah yeah
1: I was just taking
2: notes to say, how do we know ourselves? (laughs) We talk about this all the time. And yet I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. how else can I get to know myself? How do we explain getting to know yourself? How do I comprehend that? How do I make that actually happen Mm -hmm. in a tangible way? So, yes, this
1: is (laughs) so it goes back to the idea too of listening to my body because my body is giving me indicators all the time of Mm -hmm. what feels good that I'm in like connection with myself. I'm grounded. This is something that I feel comfortable with, or it's something that I don't feel comfortable with. And so therefore I'm learning about myself, about my preferences, about my belief system, about my, like I said, thoughts, feelings, hopes, fears, dreams, fill in the blank. It's how I'm experiencing even my emotions. Like those are mine. I owe them. I own them. (laughs) Um, Uh Someone can't uh, make me feel something. I am contributing to how I make sense of the world is is part of my work. It's not something someone does to me. It's something that I own.
0: So buckle up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Uh do the work and own your stuff take responsibility. Uh, and for- I
0: think it's something that we've said a lot, which is it works and it pays off. Like it's something that feels really fulfilling and kind of adds to your human experience of not, you know, a good idea of something that we, one of these earlier ones, and we can keep going down this list, but, you know, being able to protect yourself or being able to love yourself. These are some key things that drastically change how your life goes out. and. Um, yeah, I dig it. So yeah, let's keep uh, let's keep going on. Let's.
1: So the fourth one is: Was it okay to have needs and wants? Were your needs met? And this is where we have taking care of the self is a very um, core area. And you know, in some ways, growing up in the family system, we may have experienced that. Our needs aren't going to be met. And so Pia Melody talks about the idea of being needless, wantless. Like, I don't want to need anybody. I'm anti-dependent, which our culture words as independent and they esteem it. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead we could go from either that extreme to being overly dependent because we don't want to do anything for ourselves and we want everyone else to take responsibility. That would also be a wounded state. So in order to check in on our wounding in this fourth core or this fourth birthright of every child, we have a right to be able to take care of ourselves and to be able to be interdependent and have mutual relationships that we're able to ask for help when we need to. We're not shamed. We're not belittled. We're not judged or criticized because we need support. It's okay to need support. And so that would be a way that we are staying functional adult and learning and healing and growing in that fourth area. When I think
2: of this um, immediately comes to mind is, does it, the only way someone's going to show that they like me is if they, if, if they meet my needs. And I mean, like me, hmm. not like just in a relationship, like a, a relationship relationship, but also like parental friends. Um, and sometimes I project this on my animals, like they don't love me, <laughs> they don't meet my needs. Uh, but that immediately, like, Oh, I felt that in my core a little bit about, you know, man, no wonder, not no wonder, but I feel needy sometimes. Cause I want to know that someone cares. Mm.
1: Which again, I mean, the thought that comes up as you're saying that Sarah is I'm thinking too, and they have to stay grounded in their sense of self for them, because if they immediately put all of their energy and emphasis on meeting your needs, they've lost themselves, Mm -hmm. which is the the definition of codependency is I'm taking care of everybody else, but I've lost myself. So we have to, we have to stay grounded as a functional adult in the present to be able to check in. Like someone asks for help and they say, can you do this thing for me? Can you watch my animals? Can you water my my plants while I'm on vacation or whatever, it, whatever the question is? Yes, it's okay to ask for help. And we have to check in with ourselves. Like, how's my bandwidth? Am I able to do that? Have I overcommitted myself to 10,000 things? Because if I just seek to meet other people's needs, I've lost myself. I can see your wheels turning that on that.
2: <laughs> You're <laughs> kind of like- Hmm. (laughs) No, I'm thinking about how, when you do that, you're not saying, when you stand up for yourself, when you say, check in with yourself and say, do I have bandwidth for this? Can I maintain who I am and give, or is this a time when I need to not, when I need to say no to that? We're also, we, I speak for myself. I'm also not saying no to that person to saying like, no, I don't like you or no, I I don't want to help you. I'm saying yes to myself. And yes. I think a lot of people, and I'm thinking of people who would be upset or feel hurt. And I include myself when I'm in a wounded state, when someone says, no, they can't help me or no, they don't have bandwidth, whatever. Um, like, oh, like I'm worth it. I'm a great person. Why aren't you helping me?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and that comes from my own wounded state when, if I'm in a healthier state um, where I am um taking care of my own self, not in an independent way, but I'm checking in with myself, I'm interdependent. Then I'm not likely to hear, oh, I don't like you because I can't help you. I hear, okay, that person has their own autonomy. They they mm-hmm. they're taking care of themselves. And I like they're not saying no to me as they're as a my rejection. Value.
1: Right. Yeah. They're not rejecting you or dismissing you or saying that you don't matter. They're saying, I need to make sure that I'm Able to be in a place that I can give oxygen mask on myself first, like, yeah, which it does not mean that we're selfish, self absorbed, it means that we're healthy and functional to make sure that we're not just giving out and then losing ourselves. I think that's a very tricky,
2: um, mm-hmm. a very tricky system. That number f- four, this that core four, that core four, that that mm-hmm. uh, taking care of the self, the needs and wants, because in order to have that healthy interaction with other people, they have to be healthy too. And Mm -hmm. it just seems like a slippery slope, like a very tricky Mm -hmm. balance that you really have to know yourself in order not to be um, dragged into a wounded state for them.
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like people can easily regress in this area, like get offended, take it personally, go one down, you know, like all these, it is a slippery situation in that as you're wording it, I can see that also.
0: And we do have a couple episodes about those too. Uh, Something that we said, uh, that mom said earlier, you know, like what we're doing today is not to blame, but just to get kind of our story straight, try and figure out where things come from. And I do know, like, uh, so we have our codependency episode that definitely sticks out to me because I can actually Mm -hmm. see mom's drawings in my head every time. (laughs) But there might be some other episodes out there too, but. Um yeah I agree this is a really deep complex topic especially you know within our current society where mm-hmm. codependency is almost you know expected or required rather than you know something that's actively worked against or kind of gone through a healing process. Mm-hmm. But-
1: Cuz all of these dynamics that we're describing get played out in relationships in emotions mm-hmm. in com- complexity like humans are dynamic, complex people. And so we see all these dynamics all the time. Like when we're distressed and overwhelmed, these and, are all at play. <laughs> and to connect to, neat.
0: Yeah, exactly. What mom was saying is like, it, this is also kind of how we act outside of our window of tolerance too. You know, mm-hmm. like as mm-hmm. things kind of get rough, you can see some of these things start to come out and you can a- even maybe reflect on them within yourself of saying, whenever I do get rough, you know, it's, It is, I do put other people ahead of me, you know, and I just Mm -hmm. kind of, whatever that sort of boundary. It's interesting. It's so Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. Which is a great time to check in on your reality, which is core three. Like, how am I doing? Am I mindfully aware in the present? that I'm too drained. I'm pouring out too much. I have to check in on my boundaries, which is core two. That's why I'm saying all of these interweave so well, and are such a great pathway to know like, where am I moderate in the middle functional adult? And where am I hitting extremes? So the last five core and birthright of all, all of, humanity is were you able to be a kid? Were you able to have moments of spontaneity and openness and joy and just feeling vitally alive? And this area is so important for finding a sense of fun and enjoyment. You know, I've been talking lately with some of my clients about football. Like I get so excited about watching games. we have just had all these bowl games and I've recently come to the awareness. I may have even mentioned this on one of our previous episodes that like nobody loves football. Like I, do. I get really <laughs> into it, but that's an area that I can have so much fun. I mean, there's good games and there's not good games. So, so not every game is going to be that much fun for me, but when there's a good game, man, I'm spontaneous, joyful, alive, you know, laughing, excited, suspenseful. That sense of being alive is what this core five is about and it's also the idea of moderation that we're able to be in balance we're not going to be super tight and rigid on one side like controlling perfectionistic we're also not going to be so loose like oh it doesn't matter if I show up to work today that's, that's fine like That's not being moderate. That's not being fully alive. That's being uh, stunted or Mm -hmm. regressed. And so it's a way of kind of checking in like, yes, I can have great fun. I can enjoy my life. I'm not going to do that to the extent that it's going to harm someone. I can't drive 110 miles per hour and Mm -hmm. have a joy ride because I'm harming someone else when I do that. So it's a way of bringing things into moderation. Yes. Live spontaneity, spontaneously. I put that with spontaneity. I created a combination. A new word. two words. Yeah, exactly. Um, have great joy, live life to the full, but do it with awareness of others. And how does this impact others? Cause I'm not going to just be
2: boundaryless. That, um, image you just put in my mind of somebody driving super fast, um, as an extreme of, you know, being spontaneous kind of strikes me as someone who's seeking attention, who doesn't have, feel safe in being exactly who they are, because that kind of extreme behavior seems to me like I would be, be an act for help, (laughs) Um, like almost self-sabotage, like you're living so dangerously Mm. that you're willing to put your life on the line. And that, and then immediately when you said that, I was like, oh, I'm flipping through all of these systems or all of these, um, um, birth rights, core. birth rights. Thank mm-hmm. you. And they're just, the, the interconnection here is amazing. And, and mm-hmm. like Samuel was saying earlier, we're talking about years of work here, but don't mm-hmm. let that, um, discourage anyone from doing the years of work because it, it's, it's life giving. It's your birthright. You, you, mm-hmm. deserve, you deserve this. this. Absolutely. Because this is how we
1: get to feel more alive, more present, more, if we could all be in our functional adult, can you imagine what kind of world we would live in if we were all able to be vitally alive and present and have respectful boundaries and value each other. I think and the answer
0: is no, we don't know. That
1: well, that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> wow. Like that would change be because amazing. where we end up absolutely like where we end up so conflicted and distressed and depressed and anxious and overwhelmed is because we're in these states of stuntedness and regression. So we're all, acting like a bunch of immature wounded children. And I don't say that like with judgment and harsh shaming by any means. I'm just acknowledging that that's where when we can notice that if we have this lens to be able to see this and recognize it, that shows us, oh, I have a pathway to how I can bring change to that. I can Mm -hmm. help grow that area up. I don't have to stay stuck. I don't have to stay stunted. These are areas and just take one. Just take one area and say, What could I do to value myself today? What could I do to protect and have boundaries that help connect me to others and not just wall off? But I want to also protect myself and not be boundaryless. I want to add the um, sixth core or sixth birthright that is um, healing our core issues and. Rick Butts and Jan Bergstrom, I want to give them credit for how this has kind of evolved and developed, which is a beautiful model. They're adding attachment, the idea of being attached, which we, you can check out our episode on that, where we talked about, um, what was the word that we used? Can you guys help me out? Compromised attachment. There we go. Mm, Um, you could either have secure attachment or a compromised mm-hmm, attachment. Mm-hmm. So the idea of this core area of being connected is not just to others, it's also to yourself. So remember this idea coming back to home base and having connection to myself and to others. And where that shows up today, where you notice it, is people who can be relational and people who are non-relational. And so we have a right to have connection with others, to have relationships that can be safe and healthy and thriving and growing, which is not perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect Mm -hmm. isn't attainable, but we can work towards how do we make repairs? How do we learn? How do we talk directly about our concerns? How do we, you know, all of these things are ways of how to survive and thrive and grow and be in this world in the best possible way.
0: Woot, woot. Yeah, I was going to say, so juicy. <laughs> like
1: Yes, like that's exactly, that's what we're talking about. That's uh-huh. what this is all about.
0: That's what I like about Pia Melody. It just kind of goes, you know, I feel like the more we talk about Pia, the more we're just like, yep. And that's, you know, what we stand for mostly, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of hope here. Mm-hmm. I
1: agree. There is hope and it, it it's, it's a pathway. It's a, it's something concrete
0: mm-hmm. instead
1: of just saying like, I want to be a healthy human huh? I wonder what that is. It's like, oh, I can look at these different. And we would also say, like I learned from Rick and Jan about like, these are the core skills that we practice Mm, mm
2: -hmm. on a
1: daily basis and not just daily, but moment by moment. Like if I notice that I'm going one down or I notice that I'm going one up the way to embody these birthrights and embody this practice is to say, I need to get grounded in the present, take a deep breath and realize I'm precious and valuable. And so is this other person. And so it's, I'm, I'm consciously becoming more aware and doing these things intentionally. I'm not just living. I think we've mentioned before, 95% of our day is unconscious. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm choosing to say, no, I'm going to become more aware of how I'm showing up in the world that I can embody these practices in my relationships, not just my relationship with others, but also my relationship with myself, how I value myself, how I protect myself, how I take care of myself. All of that is something that I can do. That's within my locus of control.
2: Julie, can you go back just a bit? You said this and it was beautiful. Uh, well, you're talking about going one up versus one down and how you need to step back and ground yourself and say, how can I pull myself back into the present? What's my reality? I think is what you were saying. It seems to me that you could do that for all of these. Whenever you get into a state of being good and perfect versus acting out and um, you know behaving badly, quote unquote, badly, or the codependency versus the um, the too dependent. Um, th- in any of these situations, you can do, I think, what you said, Julie, which was to step back, right, and ask yourself, I'm, and I'm saying this not just for the audience, but for myself, so I can continue to remind myself, like, I need to step back, I need to ground myself, I need to pull myself back into the present. And if you look back at a couple of episodes back, we talk about, do I need water? Do I need sleep? Do I need to move? Do I need a shower? You know, what are the things I can do to pull myself back in to the right now? Um, really fast. Do you mind if we go back through these family systems and just list off the, these top five as a, as like a, uh, reminder really fast, because I think they're so powerful. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, our birthrights are that we are valuable, which is checking in on our self-esteem core one core two is that we have the right to be protected and connected. That's our, um, boundary work. Core three is our humanity, our reality, or our sense of self. Um, knowing ourselves is core three, and uh, uh, core four is what is our self-care. We have needs and wants, and we can take care of ourselves. Core five is being uh, moderate and spontaneous and joyful, um, which is moderation we can moderate the self. And then the sixth core, if we add that is the attachment one. So it's the idea of relationship. It's relationship, relationship, relationship. That's where we get wounded. That's where we find healing is in the context of relationship.
0: Well, everyone, thanks so much for joining us. You know, we've covered so much today and I want to post this with the uh, show notes. So definitely check it there. We might link it to mom's website, just so you can go right there and get sort of some of this information. But, um, Something we talked about was kind of, you know, keeping these episodes um, digestible and attainable. So we might skip gratitudes today. But what I will say (laughs) is if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, definitely check out our other episodes. We do gratitudes almost every time, you know, uh, we've talked about our trail mix, you know, different um, ideas or questions that you can take a pause out of your day. Uh, Mom has unpacked (laughs) that where we go through other you know, um, books. So you don't have to read the books. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. We got a lot here. So if you liked what I heard, what you heard today, check out some of our other stuff. Cause we've definitely got a whole library of, um, these kind of fun things, but,
1: and just take the small dose, you know, small mm-hmm. little steps, just if there's one thing out of today and maybe we could do that really quick, Samuel, could we say sure. what's your takeaway? Sure. I'm curious, especially for Sarah, cause I'm watching her expression That her wheels are turning and she's sitting with it and I can tell. So I'm curious at this point, like what's your one takeaway from today? Let's let's try that as a different ending that might help conceptualize for people listening as well.
2: Um, okay, I will go first. And the thing that struck me the most out of all of this was, were you able to be a kid? And I have been chewing on that. And, that's, and I mean, I've been chewing on all of these to be honest. I, I could spend so much time going over this, you know, growing up in your family, were you able to be a kid? Was it okay to have needs and wants and were your needs met like that? Was it okay to be imperfect? Did you feel protected? Did you feel safe? Did you feel valuable? Did you feel precious just being you? What a gift to feel precious, just being mm-hmm. you. And yeah, who, who got to do that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing, I don't know. That's my takeaway. I'm going through all of these like, ooh. Sam's takeaway (laughs) is the
0: whole episode.
2: (laughs) Rewind, play it all over again. There
1: is. I'm just gonna copy paste the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Samuel, what's your takeaway?
0: Uh, something that impacted me was probably knowing the self. You know, I'm a believer that, you know, the one person who's gonna know us more throughout our lifetime than anyone is ourselves. And so to see it expressed as one of the core, you know, birthrights that we have, I think that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And really just, you know, this hits me time and time again, but the depth and the density of some of the things that we talk about that just require taking time out of your day to breathe and sit with it. Mm -hmm. But how about you?
1: And the authenticity that you're describing too, of getting to be who you are and showing up in the world Mm. authentically, congruently, coming back to home base, like, and being able to receive that for yourself, hand on your heart to say like, this is me. This is how I get to show up uniquely in the world. There is not a single person on this planet that is exactly like you. So come with your best self and like appreciate who you are and your authenticity. I think that speaks a lot. I think that's a beautiful thing. I
2: just kept thinking that is
1: so beautiful. So beautiful.
0: I dig yes. it. I'm glad so we're let's jazzed. do it. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Cool, everyone. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we'll have a new episode up for you on the 25th. I'm excited for some of the guests we're talking to. I'd love to talk to some more guests. So if you have any ideas or connections, feel free to email us at communityroots.pod at gmail.com. Um, that was one of my favorite parts of some of the older seasons, so I'm excited to bring it back. But anyway, y'all have a great couple weeks. We'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody.